The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday with Pro Football Hall of Famer Marshall Falk. Can't wait to talk with Marshall about his draft experience back in 1994, by the way. What is that, 28 years ago? At this point, gosh, we are all getting so old. Anyway, Marshall, one of my favorite players to ever watch play college football or NFL football. Can't wait to talk with him momentarily on the big show. We do have some moves being made in the NFL we'll get to. The NFL draft is tomorrow. If you missed out on the Even Money podcast yesterday, Evan Silva was dropping bombs about NFL draft Prop bets, as was Steve Fezzik. You must listen. You can catch up, by the way, on everything we got going with the College Draft Podcast and the Greg Cosell series to make sure you're totally ready, prepared for the draft. I should mention, if I haven't before, I'll be working for the Eagles all three days. So if you want my analysis, it'll be at PhiladelphiaEagles.com Thursday night, Friday night. And then all day Saturday, there is a chance, by the way, that we even record the Ross Tucker football podcast post first round Thursday night. If we don't, it'll be bright and early Friday morning so you guys can get my thoughts on everything that goes down in the first round. And you can find out who's the winner because we'll have a spread the word winner via social media. It's Facebook this week. I'm giving you the answer to the test. I already po- I posted my first reel at Facebook. I don't even know what that is, but I posted a reel from my time at the Blue-White game. Hopefully you guys enjoy that. Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Just like the page or follow the page or whatever it is you can do on the page and then make a comment or share it. I'll see that. You can be the spread the word winner. Got a bunch of awesome press passes still. We'll have a sponsor confirmation email winner. Maybe it's Simply Safe. Maybe it's Athletic Greens. Maybe it's UFOS, which I'm obsessed with. And then the YouTube shout out. Love that we post all of our shows on YouTube. Love that we post the two or three best clips from each show 
on YouTube or on our socials at Ross Tucker Pod, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. We'll either have a winner's late, late Thursday night or a winner's Friday morning. It's big show time. The big show. As promised, thrilled to be joined by a pro football hall of famer. Honestly, one of the most fun guys to watch play since I was in the NFL for sure. Even before I got in the league, he's a little bit older than me. I even remember watching him in college, believe it or not, when I was in high school and thinking this guy is absolutely ridiculous. I'm talking, of course, about the San Diego State legend. We'll get to that in a little bit. Marshall Falk. Marshall, what's up, man? It's been a minute. Uh, nothing much. Nothing much. Just, uh, just you know, excited for this upcoming week. It's, it's, it's crazy. I don't care how far removed from the draft that you get. Uh, whenever the NFL draft comes up, it's 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 such a spectacle and a life of its own, and, and what it's taken on in today's today's world of of televising it, moving it around. It's in Vegas this year. It's uh it's just so awesome to see like real reality TV take place with kids, uh, as I was getting getting the and you getting to live out the dream of playing NFL football. Yeah, so we obviously had very different experiences. I, I was undrafted for agent, so I want to hear yours now that you mentioned it. I mean, that, that's a, a, a decent amount of time ago now. I, everything's so different with social media and everything. Where were you for the draft? What was it like? Did you know you were going as, as high as you did? Did you know where you were going? It seemed like It seemed like, Marshall, in my head back in the day, we used to almost know who like the first five or six picks were going to be every year. Yeah, yeah. Back uh, back then, uh, nineteen ninety four. I was in New York. Um, we were uh, we, you, you exactly what you said. You you knew where you were going. Teams actually started negotiating with you. Hey, here's what's up. Here's what we want to do. And we started the negotiations. Um, uh, the coats kind of, but but here, this is what's funny. The the Bingos kind of entered into wanting to know from my agent what I would want because there wasn't this rookie salary cap. And and so did the Colts. And um, I think three was the Redskins. So did the Redskins. And so I knew I was going one, two, or three. I just didn't know which one. But the experience of um, it was, it was kind of just when it started to uh, – inviting the players um, it started to just get big right around the mid to to late 1990s before it kind of became what it is now but but yeah it was fun yeah it was um definitely a dream come true you have your family there and um being there for the moment like I think about it all the time it's it's like the draft comes around and I, it's those old feelings, you know, it's like when football season starts for us, how we feel. So when did you know you're going to be a Colt? Did you not know until they actually called or did you, did you know, you know, a couple hours early before the draft or whatever? Well, right after, uh, right, I, I really thought Cincinnati, I thought like I was, I, I would be the first pick. And when Cincinnati took Dan Wilkerson, I was like, all right, then it's two. Uh, and like, um, Mr. Ursay, actually, it was it wasn't Jim; it was his dad, um, uh, Bob Ursay. And um, like, right, I'm talking soon after they picked Wilkerson, the phone rang. It was like immediately, as soon as the Colts were on the clock, the phone rang. And hey, hey, Marshall, uh, would you like to be an Indianapolis Colt? 
um, I was like, oh, what a pleasure. I would love to. And uh, and then the rest was, was history. You know, it's crazy, Marshall, because the next year, the Bengals had the number one overall pick again. And they took Kijana Carter. Since they hadn't yes. taken you the year before, they took what they thought was the running the stud running back the next year. A poor guy, like, I don't know, first or second preseason game, he tore his ACL and was never really the explosive guy he was at Penn State again. If they had just taken you the year before, they wouldn't have had to worry about it. Maybe, maybe. But I, I, let me say this, because a lot of people, I, I hear that all the time. Dan Wilkerson had a hell of a career, man. Um, and, and you got to think of what he was. Um, uh, he he was he was a uh, he was in a running for the for the Heisman Trophy as a defensive tackle. Went to Ohio State product. You know you're in the you're in the state of Ohio. You draft Ohio State products. That's that's what you do, especially when they they're warranted. And and Big Daddy had such a great career. Um, and we played against each other so much. Even once we went to the NFC, he was with the Redskins and I was with the Rams. We played against each other then as well. You know, it's funny. My rookie year, 2001, was in Washington, and Big Daddy was there. I never saw him lose a one-on-one. It's a good point you make. He had a really good career, but it's almost like you set the expectation so high for a guy with the number one overall pick. It's almost like Hall of Fame or bust, which is really hard for a lot of guys to accomplish, like you obviously were able to. But you're right. He did have an awesome career. You know, I know you mentioned San Diego State. I want to go back there. You're from New Orleans, right? Yes. Okay. So how does a guy – I looked you up. Now I knew you were fast. I knew you were 10-300 in high school. 10-3. And you go to San Diego State. Marshall, there is 0% chance that that would happen now. There is no way LSU (laughs) – would let you out of there, or Alabama. I don't care how much money they'd have to give you under the table. How is it possible that you went to San Diego State from New Orleans running the 10-3 in high school? You know, it was um, it was like the perfect storm in a sense. Uh, Alabama wasn't Alabama at the time. Um, LSU had just had a coaching change. And I, I was actually looking for something something different. Um, I, I remember seeing California on television and I was like, I wanted to take a trip to California. And and I knew I wanted to play play football where it was warm. That was like, I was like, oh, there's there's no way I'm going to school somewhere and play football in the cold. It just didn't make sense to me, uh, being from the South. So when I looked at California, the Northern Cal schools, I was like, well, it gets below 60 there. I don't want to be there. And then the L.A. schools at the time, there were riots going on in L.A. It was all kind of crazy stuff. And my parents were like, "Nah, not there. And so I got a trip to San Diego. I was like, all right, I'm going to go check it out. The recruiting guy, uh, Curtis Johnson, who's now famous for pretty much recruiting every top receiver or Hall of Fame receiver um, at the University of Miami, from his when his tenure when he was there was the guy who was coaching at San Diego State, who's from Louisiana, um, just outside of New Orleans, um, who recruited me, and we connected, man. We connected, and if you've ever flown into San Diego, you know you take a kid out of like the Desire Housing Projects in New Orleans, like pure poverty, and you land me into San Diego, take me down to one sixty three. Oh my God, it's like. I thought it was God's country. 
like this is this is beautiful. I'd never seen anything like it. And so my experience here was just so good. And 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 I'll tell you, Ross, here's here's the the reality was um I, I just remember getting advice from guys um about colleges and stuff like that. And the one thing that stuck out to me, and I can't, I don't remember who said it, go to school in the city, go to school somewhere where you want to live afterwards. And I thought about it. I was like, man, I would want to live in San Diego. And so, Ross, I live in San Diego. It's so nice, dude. I mean, I was out in uh, Southern California a few weeks ago. It's so nice, man. I mean, the weather, it really, it really, I mean, like, even my buddies, I got a couple of buddies. Um, I was at uh, their members at Bel Air Country Club or whatever. So uh, that's why you go to Princeton, by the way, Marshall. You go to Princeton so you can be a member someday at Bel Air Country Club. But I'm over there and they're like, Ross, weather is never a factor. Like, it's never, never part of their consideration on what they're going to do that day. You know, I live in central Pennsylvania. It's like, oh, I can't hear you. Like, I don't want to hear that. But it is nice. It's funny because I don't really remember much about San Diego State, Marshall. I got to be honest with you, right? So when you go there, you're a freshman. It's whatever, was it 91, I guess? You're a freshman 91. I'm 12 years old, right? I don't remember. This is when I'm a big-time fan. I don't remember much about San Diego State until you, dude. I got to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember it was like your second game ever. You had 748 yards or something. And I remember thinking, those uniforms are awesome. That dude is awesome. How am I? The, the, the nickname Aztecs is awesome. I literally went from never having heard about them to then anytime. I felt like you guys played BYU every Thursday night for like 12 years in a row. Yeah. And I would watch that game every year. You, I mean, I. I feel like in my head, at least, you put San Diego State on the map for, a, a, you know, a kid in eastern Pennsylvania. Yeah, so we, we we pretty much started Thursday night football in a sense. That was like the birth of it, having a Western Athletic Conference game on Thursday night. But uh, for me, um, I, like I can recall, uh, like – and, and and I remember this game. It was it was one of the few games that I saw San Diego State play. It was um, I think it was maybe ninety, maybe ninety. Um, they played uh, University of Miami, and Dan McGuire lit him up. He ended up going first round pick. Uh, I think he got drafted by uh, Seattle, six yeah. quarterback Mark McGuire's brother actually. And uh, I was like, man, it just looked fun. Like they, the, the the brand of football that they played was so much fun. And uh, and I watched that game, and it was the it was the only time that I that I associated San Diego um, with football. And um, and then I came here, and I started to look at the rich culture of the school with football, not just players, but the Hall of Fame coaches that coached here. Oh my God, Don Coriel, John Madden, Joe Gibbs, just so many coaches that like came and coached at San Diego State that went on to become NFL head coaches. And um, it's uh, it's it's just amazing of, of what we produced. And then when you look down the list of just guys that, that played in the league, we put a lot of guys in the NFL. And what I always say about us is we don't just – when you come from San Diego State and you make it to the NFL, you don't just make it just to make it. Like, you actually stick. You have a long, good career.
I know I was exaggerating, but you really did have 386 yards in your second game ever as a freshman. I did. Like, what are you thinking, man? Are you thinking like college football? This 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 stuff is easy. Like that's it was. Um, it was. Uh, you know, it's like it's it's more. It was more of a. I knew, you know, you know, you can play the sport, but it's like, can I play it at this level? And so I'm looking at my, I'm look, I'm just having the game, thinking like, man, this is fun. It, it, two games into your career in college to find out you made the right decision going to San Diego State, that's great to find out. You know, guys usually don't find out until like we back in the day. You didn't play as a freshman. Second year, you maybe found out. Third year as a junior, you usually find out that you know this is the place for me. You knew it. You knew it right away. Speaking of that, they're getting a new stadium, which is sweet. Uh, Snapdragon Stadium. I mean, I don't know. I I, I would say I don't think stuff, <laughs> like, stuff like this happens without you and what you did to, to get the program on the map and to the next level. Um, what do you know about Snapdragon Stadium? Where is it? Sounds sweet. Uh, it's, it's exactly where Qualcomm or the Murph, if you know, the stadium that was here, hosted many of Super Bowls. We're going right there. State of the art. I mean, beautiful, beautiful stadium. Something that um, when you think about it in today's climate with these kids and NILs and stuff like that, you got to have a stadium and something to attract kids to want to come be a part of. And with the rich history and culture, I know a lot of people think it's just me, but when you start to Google San Diego State players, it's like, oh, wow, he went to San Diego State. He went to San You start to find out all the different guys who went to school here, and it's not just me. It's it's everybody that's responsible for it. Going into our 100th 100 year of, of football, of Aztec football, opened up uh, the new Snapdragon Stadium this September. It's going to be awesome. I just, I just continue to encourage our fans or – the people in San Diego who used to be football fans of a team that left here who are now looking for some place to go and really um, enjoy some football. Come on out and watch us on Saturdays. It's awesome, man. I'm looking forward to it. I like the way they run the rock um, with that squad. I watched them in the, in the mountain West championship game. Last question, Marshall, it's a draft related one. Whenever I've ever heard someone talk about you, or I've talked to people about you, they always mention how smart you are. Every single one of them talks about how smart of a football player you are and how that, as much as anything, is what made you the player that you were. And we talked about the 10-300 and the physical ability, but it's the brain. My question is, how important do you think that that is with the draft coming up the next couple of days and is there a way to know that on tape or do you just have to talk to the kid and can you improve that? Or is it just kind of that they either kind of have the football intelligence or they don't? No, it's, it's a, it's a learned skill set, and it's, it's your dedication to not just learn how to play the position, but learning the game as, as you, you know, um, uh, think about it. When you, when you talk about football, you talk about it from a lineman's perspective, but you know, the whole game. And most people only learn the game in their position and from the point of view in which they see it. So therefore, they can't venture off to maybe become an analyst, call football games. You have to learn the whole game of football and become a student of not just the game, but how it works, why it works, 
and, and, and what matchups are good and when things go bad, why they go bad. I always say the best thing I ever did was do what my high school coach taught me was stop watching the football. The action happens away from the football. <laughs> if you keep your eyes on the LOS line of scrimmage, you're going to find out everything. You're going to know who's going to win late in the game. You know, you're going to find out who's winning the game. Everything is ha- happens at the line of scrimmage, but everybody gets enamored with watching the football. It's a really, really good point. Check him out on social media at Marshall Falk. I think you all know how to spell his name. If you don't, I mean, where where have you been? MarshallFalk.com. That's where you can find out everything going on with Marshall, especially this Snapdragon Stadium, which looks awesome. Marshall, thank you so much for the time, man. Really appreciate it. Good to catch up. Likewise, Ross. Take care, man. I knew Marshall Falk would be awesome, just like I know Simply Safe is awesome. Look, I've told you guys this before. It's something I feel very, very strongly about. If you don't have a home security system, you need to get one. If you have one, you already know what I'm talking about, but you should strongly consider Simply Safe. It's backed by the best 24-7 professional monitoring in the business. And it's affordable, way more affordable than some of the other systems out there. Less than a dollar a day. No long-term contracts. Crazy easy to set up. You can do it in like 30 minutes. You can try it 60 days risk-free or send it back for a full refund. More than 4 million Americans trust Simply Safe now. As one of my listeners, you can claim a free indoor security camera. Indoor, that's sweet. Plus save 20% on your Simply Safe security system and get your first month free with the interactive monitoring service. Visit simplysafe.com slash Tucker to customize your system and start protecting your home and family today. Again, couldn't feel stronger about this. I've told you about the two examples in my life. That's simplysafe.com slash Tucker. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Tux Takes. Good morning, Tucker. Let's talk about that. We'll start with some of the guys that got re-signed. Uh, and we'll start in Pittsburgh with safety Terrell Edmonds, Bears, Julian Davenport, and last night the Broncos re-signed Melvin Gordon. We've been doing this, I think, this might be our 10th year. I think that's the first time you've ever called me Tucker. I think that's the first time. I don't like it. I mean, I like the change up by you, but I don't like it, Neil. Neil. Oh, man. Tucker's at least like a – I mean, what do you think is a better first name, Tucker or Neil? Uh, Neil, of course. I got you beat on both, dude. Ross (laughs) is better than Brian. There's a million Brians out there. 
And Tucker's way better than Neil, except for the George. Yeah, Carlin but when joke. I when I think of Ross, I think of uh, I think of Friends, and I'm oh god, no, I know that. Not, la 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 la. I know that bugs you. <laughs> I, I mean, literally the only actor I'm aware of that I would consider punching in the face because of their role on television. At any rate, um, I don't remember what you said. Okay, here's what teams are doing. Teams are trying to make sure they go into the draft without obvious needs. And more importantly, some of these players are making sure they get a place at the table before the team drafts somebody at their position. So Terrell Edmonds is like, yeah, I don't want to wait until these other all these teams get safeties. Then my market's worse. Julian Davenport, same thing. I want to make sure I have a spot. And then Melvin Gordon, uh, he doesn't want to take the chance that the Broncos take a running back and he's out of luck. He wants to be part of what they're doing with Russell Wilson. So he dragged it out as long as he could, but realized I, I better get a place at the table and keep my career going before they draft a young guy and I'm out of luck. Two different schools of thought there. One is you make sure you have a spot. Secondly is you wait, and if there's a couple of teams that didn't draft somebody, then you actually have a better market. Some people feel that way. Tucks takes. Now let's get to the fifth-year options that were exercised. Uh, Panthers, DN, Brian Burns. Hey, I like that guy. Jets, Quinn and Williams, Niners, Nick Bosa, and Bills, D-tackle, Ed Oliver. I think there were more. I might have missed some. I don't think I'm going to end up discussing all of these. You're aware at this point that for first-round picks, by May 2nd, these are first-round picks in 20. 19 by May 2nd these teams need to decide whether or not they're going to pick up the fifth year option which is now fully guaranteed upon signing it's no longer just injury guaranteed and they can make a decision a year from now it's fully guaranteed and we've seen some high profile examples of teams picking it up and wishing they hadn't Sam Darnold Baker Mayfield among them so these guys all seem like relative no-brainers. There's some talk about the Giants and Daniel Jones, t- over $22 million. That makes no sense to me. Tucks takes. Patriots and Texans swap late-round picks. Explain this one because this one doesn't make much sense. Well, so the Patriots traded a fifth-round pick to the Texans to get sixth- and seventh-round picks. From the Patriots' perspective, I suppose I understand they just want to have more ammo and they just want to have more picks. I guess I don't really understand why the Texans would do this now. You know, why not make sure there's a guy in the fifth round that you actually want? So I can't say I totally understand it from a Texans' perspective. I do pretty much understand it from a Patriots perspective, at any rate, everybody involved in the trade should be taking athletic greens. Because listen, tons of people take some kind of multivitamin. It's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body can actually absorb. Athletic greens is a small micro habit with huge benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. You know, the founder 
was having all kinds of gut health issues. He had all kinds of co- complicated supplements, cost him $100 a day. By the way, if you listen to the Even Money podcast yesterday, you heard Evan Silva say he does it twice a day. Twice a day. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Ross. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Ross to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's do an email, Brian. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. The email address, ross at rostucker.com. What do you got, Brian? All right. uh, Today's question. I've never heard anyone suggest this idea, Ross. It seems too simple and too easy. Uh, But why don't we just make an NFL game over in four quarters? And at the end of the fourth quarter, if there's overtime, no overtime. Let's just make it sudden death when the fourth quarter time expires. Thanks a ton. Love listening to your podcast. That is from Austin. I'm I'm just trying to understand. No overtime. Sudden death when the fourth quarter time expires. Oh, that's interesting, Austin. That would really that would really affect late game strategy. So what he's saying is, you know, let's say it's a tie game. Theoretically, I guess it doesn't make that much of a difference. You could run the clock out, kick a field goal and win with one second left. Or you could run the clock all the way down, go to the sudden death time and win. I'd have to think about that more, Austin. There would be a lot of impact of how late game strategy would go down. And I'm not sure if I like that or don't like that, but I do like the outside the box idea quite a bit. Austin appreciate the thought. I got to give that more thought. You just, wherever the clock runs out, you just keep playing and it's sudden death. Very interesting. Shout outs. I kind of like the teams try to win in regulation, but I understand where you're coming from. Shout outs to pizza boy brewing. Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, and Evergreen Economics. Make sure you check out the Fantasy Feast today. Ben Standig has been like the best mock drafter out there over the last five years. So you're going to want to hear his mock draft on today's Fantasy Feast. Other than that, you can check out the other shows and, of course, It'll either be late Thursday night or bright and early Friday morning. We will have you covered with my thoughts on the first round. Other than that, I think we're done here. 
Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mention DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109-WITH-IT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. 